Hey, what's going on golfers? Don't skip forward, I have a special announcement. I have a couple spots open in my online academy. That means getting to work with you personally and customizing your game plan for improvement. If that sounds something like you're fired up on and you don't have access to good coaching in your area, just send me an email at the link in the description. Tell me where you're at and why you want to take golf lessons. Anyway, let's hop into today's podcast and talk about how to deal with pressure. Pressure is important. Performing under pressure is important. And um, it's part of golf. It's part of what we have to do and deal with to play our best when it means the most. All right. Now, I want you to first understand that pressure is important. Important. Pressure is something we all deal with. It's just pressure can do one of two things. It can either... That old saying, it can either forge a diamond or forge a crack. It's up to you. It's up to you, the path you choose. If you let it break you down, it will. But I want to give you some mechanisms, and I first want you to understand that pressure is normal. Don't love that word normal, but it really is. It's something we all have to deal with, and you can either rise up or crumble. And um, yeah, so... I think just accepting that is your first big step and that like, hey, pressure means I care. And if it means you care, that's a really good thing. So just reframing it mentally, I think, is a first big step for a lot of people. A lot of people feel pressure and they think, well, this is bad. This is anxiety. This is a lot of different things. When you can reframe it and look at it like, hey, this is actually something that means I care, and that's a good thing. Caring is a good thing. Now, the first real mechanism to deal with pressure that is far overlooked, not talked about enough, is having a solid pre-shot routine. Watching Kobe Bryant shoot a free throw, watching Michael Jordan shoot a free throw, watching Tiger Woods hit an approach shot in a playoff. What do all these things have in common? They all have a routine that's like clockwork. That routine never changes. And there's a reason for that. It's essentially priming the pump for performance, meaning it's it's getting you ready and letting everything go to ease so you can perform. Telling your body when is the time for action. I would like to learn more about some of the studies of what the pre-shot routine actually does to the brain. But from a performance level, I know that it allows a player to ease in and be ready for the shot. Because if you're going to hit a shot in 10 seconds, because your pre-shot routine says so, then it's going to happen. On the other hand of that, the mistake I see amateurs make all the time is they get behind the golf ball and they just freeze up. They have no routine. They have no expectation for their timeline of when they're going to hit that golf ball. And it just leads up to them freezing up behind the golf ball, just wondering when they're going to pull the trigger. They're wondering because they don't have a pre-shot routine. They haven't made a decision to start their pre-shot routine, and that pre-shot routine hasn't led them to when they're gonna hit that golf shot. Time over the golf ball equals tension. I sh and just to understand that a little more deeply, time under over the golf ball without movement. You'll see players waggle their club, you'll see them waggle their butt, you'll see them waggle their knees. What you'll see is this constant motion until they hit. And that's an important part of having a pre-shot routine that is fundamentally sound. Basically, it's it. let me give you some parameters. It should be short and quick. What I recommend is one to two practice swings, visualizing the shot you want to hit. 
You want to step into that golf shot. You want to set your club behind the ball. I do like a waggle. I like a couple waggles, although not necessary. I like a couple waggles because it it just reminds us that we should be tension-free. And then pull the trigger. Let it go. At that point, you're just letting everything go and doing your best to perform the shot that you visualized while you were making your one or two practice swings away from the ball. Now to add to that, those one or two practice swings, you should be visualizing the shot, practicing the shot you want to hit. So if you want to hit a low hook, you're practicing low hook practice swings. If you want to hit a high slice, well then you're practicing high slice practice swings. You're you're priming the pump for performance. All right, now let's say you show up at a big event or a big tournament or something that's just really meaningful to you. Maybe you're playing with your father-in-law and you need to take him down for the first time. You need to actually beat him because it's embarrassing not to beat your father-in-law. Like you need to be able to do that. And all jokes aside, it's important that you perform when it matters. And this is just another version of that. Being able to beat your father-in-law is very similar to, to winning the masters at a different scale, uh, a slightly different scale, all that to be said. Showing up on that first tee, let's talk about that. Now, I need to say this because I need to say it, is that you need to go hit a couple golf balls before you play. Doesn't mean you need to hit a bunch, but you need to hit a few. I like 10 to 30, somewhere in there. Just get the muscles moving for general play. If you're a better player and you practice a lot, maybe you want to hit more than that. But for your general player, hit a few golf balls and just get your body moving. Understand what's going on that day and get a feeling for, for what's going on. So your job while you're hitting those golf balls is really to to get your body moving through a range of motion, feeling comfortable, understanding where that club is hitting the ground, and just getting a feel for the flavor of that day. All right, now you've hit your golf balls, you show up on that first tee, the, all of a sudden it matters for the first time in a long time. The way to handle that is to first understand, hey, pressure's good, right? We talked about that. But then to step up to that golf ball go through your pre-shot routine, and just be present for that golf shot. Be 100% there. Don't be anywhere else. Don't be at the breakfast table with your family. Don't be in your head about the finances and how they're tracking that week. Don't be in your head about the argument you may have had with your spouse or something before the round. You just need to be present for that golf shot. And that presence only requires a few seconds of focus, maybe 15 to 30 seconds of really being in it for that one golf shot. Go through your practice routine, visualize the shot you want to hit, step up and just do your best and let it go at that. Let it go there, leave that shot and then move on to the next shot. Rinse, cycle, repeat. The key to performance is not just magically that you're going to show up and, and perform. It's doing things that bridge the gap between performance and practice. A few examples of that would be if you have a pre-shot routine, you're going to practice that on the range as well, some amount of the time. And then when you show up on the golf course, it's not new to you. It's, it's something that is almost autonomous. You're going into, or ideally you're going into like a flow state which is where you're going to play your best golf. You're moving, you're making decisions, but those decisions are being portrayed out through like the subconscious. You're just in the zone. You're in a flow state. That's where the best golf is played. Now, I want to clear that up really quick because it also can, conscious thought is a good thing. Having thoughts 
that lead to actions are a good thing. A lot of golfers say things like, I think too much. And that can be the case. But you're probably thinking about the wrong thing. Or you're probably not using your brain power to be present. Having thoughts are a good thing as long as that energy is directed the right way. There's a big difference between standing over the golf ball and worrying about why you got pulled over that day on the way to the golf course than standing over that golf ball and visualizing success in your head watching that ball fly on the ball flight you intended to the golf hole. Visualizing success is a big part of having success. You need to believe in yourself before anyone else will believe in you and believe that to be true because it that starts on the inside. And if you haven't experienced a version of success, well, then that can be difficult. But we want to create small wins. We want to create small victories. That's what creates mental toughness over time. So because this week you were practicing and, you know, you made 10 three-foot putts in a row, you won that battle. And then you curved 10 golf balls in a row the direction you intended. You won that battle. And we want to create these small series of battles that we win that lead to the confidence that gets portrayed when we play something meaningful. You're not going to just rise up to the occasion. You're going to fall to your level of preparation. Did your preparation get you ready for what you intended? Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. But all of this stuff starts on Monday, not Sunday. You want to start at the beginning of your week getting ready for whatever it is you want to get ready for. Do you have poor technique? Do you struggle with your contact? Do you struggle with your curvature? Do you struggle driving the golf ball? These are all things that, and, and game planning that needs to be assessed. And then from that point, you can go to work and get ready so your preparation is ready for when it matters for that round, that weekend round of golf where, you know, you're playing with your friends, your family, a golf tournament, whatever it is. And um, I would say this advice that I'm, I'm talking about today, it's not unique to a certain player group, meaning that if you shoot 120 or 65, this advice is not unique to you. This is sound principles of creating positive self-talk that will lead to your performance. And just having a clear mind and being able to access that and be present for golf shots is a, uh, a highly under-talked about skill. Had some fun talking about this today. This is kind of the stuff that can fire me up because we're not talking about generic swing advice. And that's cool. It's necessary. We should have a good golf swing. But there's more to golf than golf swing. I think that's why they call it golf and not golf swing. What do you think? Leave this thing a review. Share it with a friend that helps more than you know. If you have any interest in working with me personally, send me an email, reach out. And um, yeah, appreciate you for being exactly who you are. I will catch you back here same time, same place next week.